0: All right, hello. We're here with Jose Torres and Rachel Taper, uh, organizers for Congreso de Chonaderos, the Congress of Dailyverse. Thank you for speaking with us today.
1: Thank
2: you, it's a pleasure and a good evening to everyone listening.
0: So first of all, Jose, I would be curious just to hear a little about your story and your time before uh, coming and taking sanctuary in the church, and your time after. It's been a couple of months now.
2: Bueno, pues para empezar, Jose, me gustaría escuchar un poco de su experiencia, lo que ha sido su historia personal, cómo fue su vida antes de tomar santuario, y cómo ha cambiado ya que estás aquí.
1: Pues, um, mi vida personal ha empezado. Mi pesadilla en realidad empezó en el 2013 y he luchado muy fuerte contra el sistema, contra este sistema que pues está criminalizando a toda mi comunidad, pues he estado cuatro casi cuatro años y meses peleando contra el sistema de inmigración, contra una orden de deportación. Eh, todo esto comenzó cuando yo cometí un error en el 2013 fui arrestado por la policía Immigration me fue a levantar a Jefferson Falls
2: Well a lot of ways my personal story is as far as that it like collides with immigration began in 2003 I fought really strongly against the system that criminalizes the immigrant community uh, four years ago, um, I encountered immigration. Um, well, so I'd had a withstanding order of deportation, um, and in 2013, I was arrested by the police. And when I was in uh, Jefferson Parish Sheriff's um, Office prison, um, the immigration, you know, came to pick me up from there.
1: Pues, a pesar de que he trabajado mucho, les he demostrado que soy una buena persona y de todo eso a migración no le interesa gracias a Dios el Congreso siempre ha estado conmigo y han luchado con apoyándome juntos hemos luchado contra un sistema injusto eh, como tú mencionaste desde que empezó eso
2: Um, well, you know, and I have worked really hard. I've taken all the steps to make right what I did wrong and demonstrate that I'm a good person. Um, but to immigration, um, that matters. And in um, Congress, though, we always fought against this kind of systematic injustice.
1: Pues, a pesar de que yo he amendado mi error y he hecho todo lo posible, tengo documentos del estado de Louisiana que dice que yo estoy bien, que estoy limpio y rico. migración no le interesa, pero gracias a Dios y el congreso siempre ha estado conmigo. Como tú mencionaste hasta saqué un permiso de trabajo para obtener licencia de conducir y pues llevar a mis hijas a la clínica, a la escuela o hasta cuando yo manejo a mi trabajo tener la certeza de que un policía no me puede detener por una licencia porque Solo no tener licencia, eso implica separaciones de familia para mi comunidad. No licencia implica que puede arrestar y que llamen a migración por nosotros.
2: Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, with the mistake that I made, I've taken every single effort to remedy it. I was in a program and in fact the state of Louisiana issued me a document saying that my record is clean um and uh you know with congresso's support i've been able to achieve a lot um, i was able to go through a process to get my um, work permit so i actually had a legal driver's license which i used to take my daughters to the health clinic to deal with their medical issues i'm the one who you know normally would always take my daughters to school um and you know for me that was a huge relief just to give some context uh you know to have the peace of mind when I, you know, put the car, in the ignition key in the ignition every morning, that I won't be detained for driving without a license, because the simple act of driving without a license means separation of families mm-hmm. in the immigrant community. You can easily be mm-hmm. arrested for driving without a license and then immediately passed immigration.
1: Toda nuestra comunidad sabemos y tenemos la pesadilla de, de viajar todos los días nuestro trabajo exponiendo nuestra libertad. Desde el momento que encendemos nuestros carros, sabemos de que si un policía nos detiene por no tener licencia, nos separan de nuestras familias. Y Y lo tenemos que hacer porque tenemos que sacar a nuestros hijos adelante. Tenemos que traer el pan de cada día a la mesa en la casa. Por eso siempre lo hacemos. No tenemos opciones.
2: In our communities, we daily have to live this nightmare of just taking our life into our hands with the simple act of driving. I mean, leaving the house in the morning, you know that your liberty, you know, could be on the table. Uh, You could be detained at any moment, and that could just be the last time you would ever see your family. But you have no alternative because you have to work. You have to provide for your children. You have to, you know, bring home your daily bread and put food on the table and pay the rent. Um, So there really is no other option for us.
1: Toda mi comunidad trabajamos fuerte y es el hecho de no tener licencia no implica que no andamos a seguridad. Andamos nuestros carros, nuestros carros legalmente con su aseguranza al día, todo bien, porque sabemos de que el carro andarlo bien legalmente con su aseguranza tenemos opción de llegar a nuestra casa mm-hmm. nuevamente.
2: So in my whole community, you know, we I feel like my community, we're all really hard workers and we're really like fastidious about making sure we have everything right with our cars, down to our insurance. Um, and just having everything in line because, you know, if you have insurance, you have a minimal chance that you might actually return home and not be arrested if you at least have your car insurance oh, yeah. together. Thank
1: you. Mm.
2: Well, as you mentioned, we were talking about the corners on the west thing. Eh?
1: Mm-hmm desde el 2006 I
2: volunteer
1: since 2006. 2006, 7, 8, and 9 para nosotros era una pesadilla salir a buscar trabajo porque cuando estábamos buscando trabajo en la esquina de Condipo y el uh, Uruel creo que viene la Sí, creo que está en Uruel. era el lugar donde nosotros nos reuníamos. Eh, siempre todas las mañanas era ahí pero siempre escondípo y esa tienda nos llamaba la policía y para nosotros era una pesadilla corrernos esconder nuestra vida que hasta que nos atropellaran por huir de la policía y nos tocó pasar eso por muchos más de casi 3 años viviendo así
2: so i lived in the area since 2006 and i can remember like 2007, 2008, 2009 it was just a nightmare for our community, and I lived this personally, um, so I can remember we would always congregate on that corner right by Home Depot in the West Bank, and what's that place they sell hamburgers called? Rallies, and uh, it's where we would meet to try and pick up work for the day. And one of the problems we had is that either Home Depot or Rallies, they would always call the cops on us, and so the cops would come by, and you know we would of course run away, uh, you know, and uh, you know, but actually. Just in running from them, the cops would say they had probable cause mm-hmm. and they could be picked up. And so it was a really hard three years, I can remember.
1: Pues si la comunidad que sabía que poníamos nuestra vida a cruzar la calle por corrernos. Ellos también llamaban a la policía o a la alcaldesa. Y gracias a Dios a organizarnos. Gracias a Dios ahí fue cuando el congreso empezó en las esquinas. Gracias a organizarnos bien con nuestra familia. Nos organizamos bien con el Congreso y logramos la esquina ahorita de la Sensible, que eso fue logrado en el 2010 gracias a a estar organizados y al Congreso jornalero. Ahí fue donde empezó nuestra primera lucha como congresistas.
2: So, um, and in fact, I think many of the community members were concerned too because, you know, I think people saw us running and crossing the mm-hmm. express freeway during full on traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they also, you know, called the police and it, it, you know, eventually became an issue that was brought up to city council and the mayor. And really that was because we were organizing. This was really the first fight that the Congress of Day Laborers took on when our kind of our big family of Congresso as a movement sort of came together to defend workers as a workers' organization. Um, and so, in 2010, we were able to achieve kind of a sensible solution I was telling you about. Uh, but it was only because we were organizing and because we came together in, in the Congress of Daily Approvers.
1: Gracias al hecho de estar organizados con el Congreso. El Congreso nos ayudaba a nosotros a recuperar salarios porque éramos víctimas de personas que nos llevaban a trabajar y no nos pagaban. Y al final lo que salían diciendo era amenazándonos con la policía con migración, por no pagarnos. Pero el Congreso nos ayudaba a recuperar nuestros salarios.
2: Well, and one of the huge things Congresso took on in those times was to help people recuperate their wages. Um, so our community was, you know, just often victim to uh, wage theft. Um, and what employers would do is you know, you'd work a whole week or several weeks and at the end of you know the time period they wouldn't want to pay you and you know if you kind of pushed back to try and get the wages you were owed they would threaten you that they would call police or the immigration um, and so that's really where kind of Congresso came together and has its roots okay. oh, no, no I'm very
0: interested in, in your story and the story of
2: how Congress came about? <laughs> so that was the beginning, the
1: 2007 to 2010. <laughs> So
2: just to tell you, like a personal story from mm-hmm. me,
1: yeah, I was hired by this one contractor. She
2: had like eight people working for her. It was a brand new house.
1: Ella me contrató para hacer el she
2: hired me to do roofing work for her.
1: And, bueno, yo empecé a trabajar. So una casa nueva. Empecé en a new house. Puse el papel.
2: So
1: we were putting paper down everywhere. <laughs> so once we laid
2: down like the, eh, the tarp, the paper, and we were ready for the
1: shingle. compañeros el- en un carro decirle he- a la contratista que dinero a todo mundo.
2: So, and actually before I was about to put the shingles on, um, one of the old organizers, Jacinta, and actually a whole group of workers, uh, showed up in a car to kind of confront that same contractor mm-hmm. that she owed money to a whole other group of people. Oh,
1: wow. Y yo al escuchar eso, yo pare mi trabajo y le dije a mis amigos, no, no más, porque ya habíamos trabajado medio día de trabajo, pero si no iba a trabajar, sabiendo que si les debía a todos los trabajadores cómo me iba a pagar a mí entonces yo decidí no hacerlo y se lo dije a ella quieres que te haga el trabajo para adelantado y te lo hago ella dijo trabaja al final te pago no no Tú le debes mucho y deje el trabajo no lo hice. so uh, and so you know uh, these
2: these eight folks showed up you know trying to get their wages from her and once I realized that, I was like oh man I'm not working any for then. I said to all my other buddies on my job, like, hey guys, don't let's stop working. Because the thing was, we'd already worked half a day. But I'm not gonna keep working for her if she doesn't have money to pay me mm-hmm. because she already owes all these other workers all this money. How is she gonna have money for me? So I told her, look, if you want me to keep working, you need to pay me up front. Mm-hmm. And eventually um, she she was like, Oh well I'll pay you up front and I was like, Well actually you need to pay these guys first.
0: She
1: did pay eight people. Yeah. And, uh, well, so. Yo les dije a ellos y no les ha pagado, pues no trabajen. Esperense a que paguen y
2: Ah, so trust the crew. Look, she ain't paid you yet, don't work.
1: Pues ustedes saben de que si no trabajamos, no comemos, hay que pagar bills y no podemos trabajar porque si no estamos haciendo dinero para pagar nuestros bills y sacar a nuestra familia, no es justo. Y no no
2: we're working because we got to eat, we got bills to pay, we got to support our family. So if we're going to work and not get paid, I was like, no.
1: For me, it was actually
2: a blessing to see uh, the congresso come through that day.
1: I stopped and I was like,
2: I prefer to lose a few hours paid than a whole weeks or so, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely, and then so okay, so and so since then, Congress has has become a very large organization and has a
2: lot of campaigns.
1: I'm very proud to be a member of the Congress. Daily, because the they've
2: taught me, I've learned how to defend my rights together with my community.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very proud to be a member of Congress. Daily, because
2: they've taught me, i learned how to defend my rights together with my
1: community. I'm very
2: happy to call myself a member of the Congreso family.
0: Yeah, and so now you're you are um, taking sanctuary in this space where Congreso is based. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that experience? And you know, you must be spending a lot of time with Congreso.
2: Um entonces la pregunta fue que José um, understands a little bit of English, so yeah. I forgot to translate for a second there, but um bueno estás aquí tomando Santo Santouario, verdad, entonces puedes explicar un poco cómo es su experiencia, imagino que estás invirtiendo mucho tiempo con el Congreso ahora que estás aquí, sí. pues.
1: ah pues cuando yo llegué a este país tenía diecinueve años, ahora en día tengo treinta y eh, pues, tengo mi familia aquí, tengo dos hijas ciudadanas, tengo una comunidad que me siento parte de ella, tengo amigos, amigos, muchos amigos. Aquí he hecho mi vida, me siento parte de esta comunidad. Aparte de que me siento parte de mi comunidad, pues estoy luchando por el futuro de de mi familia, mi vida, personalmente. Y pues estoy en santuario, luchando por por todo eso, porque si no lucho por todo eso, no tiene... no sería justo para mí no luchar por todo eso, ya que me siento parte de esta comunidad. Aquí es donde yo he visto nacer a mis dos hijas, donde he tenido la bendición, donde tengo muchos amigos,
2: So, um, when I came to the United States, I was only 19 years old. And right now I'm 33 years old. So, really, my whole life is here. I have family here. I have two daughters who were born here, the United States citizens. I have my whole community. I have many friends, many friends, American friends, friends from everywhere. I've really built my life here. Um, And really, um, everything for me is here—my future, my family, um, and for me personally. And I've got to fight for this. It wouldn't be fair for me to just give all that up. This is my home. You know, I have the blessing of my two little girls who were born here, and I just—this is my home. I have to fight for it.
1: Y pues, santuario, pues, fue la última opción que tuve. Por eso estoy aquí. Estoy luchando, y inmigración sabe de que estoy aquí. No estoy viendo. Ellos saben que aquí estoy y se lo hicimos saber.
2: So, I took sanctuary because it was really my only option left. I'm not hiding. Ice knows I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm here in resistance. you know I've said it to them clearly.
1: Santuario significa 24-7 you've be here. Mm-hmm. Eh, no puedo salir a trabajar. Las paredes no son lo que me protege. Lo que me protege es mi comunidad, uh-huh. el movimiento, pero toda mi comunidad, todos mis vecinos, me siento bendecido de llamarme congresista, familia del Congreso, porque tengo muchos vecinos en nuevo león me han brindado su apoyo uh-huh. y me siento feliz y sé que esto es temporal, que no es para siempre. un
2: poco de contexto, ¿para qué temporal? ¿Qué terminará tu tiempo en Santuario?
1: Pues, tengo la esperanza de... Estamos luchando por un caso de Visa T. Ese caso solo se da para las personas que han sido víctimas de tráfico, uh-huh. tráfico humano. Pues, primero Dios tenga la esperanza de tener mi día. Es lo que estoy siempre hemos luchado por tener mi día en corte, ya que nunca lo he tenido pero gracias al congreso ellos han luchado conmigo y hemos luchado contra este sistema injusto digo injusto porque no he tomado esa no fue mi decisión pero me siento feliz a la vida a lo que soy y con fuerza aquí estamos y sé que la esperanza existe y. La tengo.
2: Um, so um, you know, being here in Sanctuary, I can't work. You know, there's many things that have changed. And also it's important to understand that it's not the walls that protect me when I'm in Sanctuary, it's really the organizing of the community, it's the movement, it's my neighbors. And I feel really blessed that I've had so much support um, from really the wider, what I would call a family of supporters in our community, from Congreso, and really I feel very happy to have had, um, you know, so much support from the community. And I know that this isn't forever. Then I asked him, could you maybe explain what would would end your time in sanctuary? Well, right now what we're fighting for with me being in sanctuary is is more time because we're fighting for um, my court case for a visa T, a T visa. Um, A T visa is a special type of visa for survivors of human trafficking. And God willing, you know, I mean, I've always just wanted to have my day in court and I've Mm -hmm. never been able to have that. Um, so, you know, that's what we're fighting for, and thanks to Congresso has always fought with me, we've always fought together against this unjust system because, you know, I say it's unjust because it wasn't my decision not to go to court and uh, be given an automatic um, in absentia deportation. And so, well, here I am, this is what life has had in the cards, I and mean, here I am, and I'm trying to stay strong and, and, and trying to stay hopeful.
0: And, well, one question that, that that brings to me is, um, for our listeners, it, how could our listeners sort of support you and your quest to have your day in court and also support the work of Congreso?
1: One way to support is by firmando my petition, llamando a migration. Eh, Compartiendola por internet. Dándole like a la página.
2: Hasta que hay un hashtag, ¿verdad? (laughs) Si. ¿Me permite agregar unas cositas? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, there's many ways people can support. Uh, First of all, I have an online petition about my case that they can sign on to. They can call immigration and and support. Uh, They can share uh, about my story on the internet and I was like, yeah, there's even a hashtag. And in fact, um, this church and many allies and an organization um, that really was formed through Congresses organizing, but it's called uh, the Saint uh, Greater New Orleans Sanctuary Coalition, and they bring together folks from synagogues, churches, in, um, mosques, um, you know, across the city, and uh, they've been selling yard signs that say "Jose is my neighbor," oh, yeah. which is the hashtag. So if you've seen that around, that's about Jose. Um, and. Um, uh, just because we have a limited time, I just want to mm-hmm. share some things about Congress's fight in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's really important for folks who don't deal with uh, family members to. Yes, You guys take your time. Okay. Yeah. okay. Um, so. Um, You know, for folks who don't encounter uh, this unjust system every day, I think it's just really important to understand that uh, since Trump has been elected, we've seen. Deportations and arrests in the immigrant community skyrocket mm-hmm. to the tune of five hundred and eighty-six percent increases. So for the you know, decade anterior to this, we've seen you know deportations for the whole New Orleans field office, which covers five states, hovering around nine hundred two thousand people. And then this past year it was nine thousand five hundred something. I don't I don't have the exact numbers, wow. but just massive increases. Um, and what's really disturbing is that no Law on the books has changed. Um, it's really that ISIS is interpreting this in a more draconian way. Mm-hmm. And many leaders who have fought for their civil rights, like Jose, um, many of our leaders, um, you know, who in the past would be given what they called prosecutorial discretion which is like special human rights considerations like for instance jose has two young daughters that both have life-threatening health situations and he's the one who provides for them takes them to their medical um, uh, appointments and in school and and really cares for them emotionally financially and in the past that would have allowed for him to stay here and not be deported and now it's just being ignored Um, two We'll see three days ago, um, it was very disturbing. We accompanied one of our members who has lived in New Orleans for over a decade. It's um, been a long time progressive member, but suffered a really traumatic head injury on the job and has mm-hmm. brain damage. And he's a really loving, wonderful guy, uh, but he has mental disabilities. Mm-hmm. And even so, I nearly arrested him. And we think it's only because we went with an ally company that instead they put Aguirreite a on him. Um, the it's a it's a GPS system that you wear around your ankle but I just want to get the context that the word in Spanish is really akin to like shackle and I think that's pretty apt these are Horribly uncomfortable. Uh, they can cut off circulation. People have to charge the batteries and, and do everything just oh. perfectly. You know, if it gets wet or if something happens, that could immediately trigger a system that could lead to their arrest. Um, and so I felt like that was particularly cool uh, to put on a, a man who has, you know, severe brain, brain injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, um, in Congresso overall, um, in addition to accompanying our members and trying to find alternative ways to fight back against, you know, where people encounter deportation, which is, you know, one, one entry to the pipeline is through ICE check-ins. But really the largest uh, way people fall in in and encounter ICE um, is through the criminal system. And I think mm-hmm. we see how criminalization affects communities across the board in really unjust ways. Um, but um, right now, so in the, in the past, Congress has fought for what we call anti-bias policies or welcoming city policies, whereby NOPD will not be you know acting as a deportation force for ICE. Right, they'll treat everybody who falls into the jail system equally, um, but they're not gonna give a someone with they're not gonna ask about someone's status. And they're not gonna give someone. A triple sentence you know mm-hmm. just for being an immigrant like they're not gonna have someone who gets stopped for a tail light you know get nailed with no license and then be deported from the family that they love just for a simple misdemeanor mm-hmm. and um, that's been a huge game-changer in New Orleans and Congress fought for that and won that and we've been engaging in recent elections to defend that and now we're hoping to expand that to Jefferson Parish mm-hmm. um, because um, I don't have concrete data, but I do know from lawyers who work up at Pine Prairie that an overwhelming majority of, uh, which is, Pine Prairie is a detention facility Mm -hmm. for our region, for immigrants, run by a private company, and the overwhelming majority of folks there have been picked up from Jefferson Parish, um, from the prison system, Um, and and so we're trying to find a way to alter that.
1: a uh, Jefferson es la misma uh, es la misma uh, parroquia Jefferson Park y por no licencia ellos nos mandan a la cárcel, inmigración no levanta nuestra comunidad en la cárcel y nos deportan por no licencia so
2: it's extremely risky for the immigrant community to drive in Kenner because in Kenner they automatically arrest for a simple misdemeanor like driving without a license. So you'll be passed to the Jefferson Parish Jail System and immigration passes there on a the regular basis and picks people up and takes them to the immigrant detention facility.
1: como comunidad del Congreso estamos luchando por un bien común y queremos que nuestras pólizas expandan a Jefferson Parish. Así nuestra familia trabaja sin miedo y tienen la seguridad de regresar a sus casas.
2: Um, and, and so, as Congresso, you know, we're here to fight for the common good, and that's why, you know, our and for the common well-being, and that's why we really want to expand these anti-bias policies um, to Jefferson Parish, so that our community can leave in the morning without fear that they may never see their children again. You know, when they you know, try and return home from work. Um, also, one thing, just to give a little bit of context too, I think it's really important to understand not only are immigrants a valuable and important member members of our community. I mean, they came here to rebuild after Hurricane Katrina and, mm-hmm. and have made incredible contributions. Um, but okay. in addition to that, it's important to know what they're fleeing from and the U.S.'s role in it. I think a good example of this is the coup in Honduras mm-hmm. uh, where the U.S. has been heavily involved in backing a dictatorship. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of violence um, in many of the Countries our members are from, um, and a lot of injustice that the U.S. has a role in, and so it's unfair to criminalize people who are just trying to come here and live in peace and support their families.
1: Eh, sí, yo por eso les hago la, la llamada a toda la comunidad inmigrante, LGBTQ, musulmán, que nos unamos, que ya es tiempo de alzar nuestras voces para que nos escuchen y lograr parar esto, porque nada ha cambiado. Solo presidente y desde que está la nueva administración ha nacido el racismo como el cáncer en todos lados y se siente con más poder y nos están criminalizando más. Pero juntos podemos hacer la diferencia. Solo el pueblo salva el pueblo. So, you know,
2: I, I really just want to call on the whole community. Um, I think many of us are under attack, whether that's the Muslim community, the LGBTQ Mm -hmm. community. We need to raise our voices and we need to be heard. Because nothing has changed, just the president. But with that, we've seen this wave of racism growing like a cancer all over the place. And our communities are being increasingly criminalized. So we have to come together, we have to unify to make a change. We have a saying, solo el pueblo salva al pueblo. Only the people save Mm -hmm. the people.
0: Well, on that note, um, it might be a good point to stop. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's a, a you know an amazing sen- sentiment, uh, for our listeners. Um, so Jose and Rachel, thank you so much for speaking with us this evening. Uh, and uh, and to our listeners, you can find out more about Congreso. Uh, on they have a Facebook and at your is it www.no- wcrj.org But
2: I think just the Congress of Day Libre is our Congreso de Juan Alero's Facebook. Um, and we have one that's called Friends of Congreso that we tend to post in English more okay. not a Spanish speaker. Sure. <laughs> we also have an ally sign-up um, sheet so folks can... Um, I'd be happy to just give my number for anyone interested to volunteer or learn more. Mm-hmm. Um, they can reach out to me at 504-258-1000 and we'll be happy to plug folks in um, to ways that they can support
1: Awesome. Great, thanks so much. Muchas gracias.